Hi, this is Al Jensen, and uh, we're here with Four Seniors. I'm your host today with Jolaine, got it right, Hansen, who's here with me, and uh, we're going to have some fun. Jolaine is, um, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but she's kind of been my mentor uh, for health and has worked with me and my wife on doing things that would make us feel better, act better, and maybe live a little longer. And I felt that her background and her experience is probably pretty valuable to us and some of the things that she's learned and some of the things that she's done. And so I've asked if she would give us an interview and she has kindly accepted. And so I have her with me now. Say hello, Jolene. Hi. Okay. And she's here and I'm going to ask you a few questions. First of all, um, <clears throat> how old are you? Well, I turned 90 in July. 90. Okay. So, um... Just, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a verbal picture of her, but she doesn't look much older than me, and I'm 70. So <laughs> she, she, she laughs, but it's the truth. She looks great, and she still gets around. And at 90 years old, she still works and uh, and giving people massages and uh, vitamins and. Uh, Nutrients and health and health things and whatever. So actually, lymphatic therapy. Lymphatic therapy. I should come across with that. Okay, so Jolene, I want you to talk to me a little bit about your upbringing, your life, and kind of how you came to be. Oh, I was um, like the second daughter of five girls on a little ranch in Alberta, Canada. And I was my dad's boy because he had no boys. And so the girls got to cook and sew, and I was out milking cows and slopping the pigs. And um, So you're a country girl? Yeah. A country girl? The first 12 years. Is that, is that kind of where you got the feeling of health and eating well? Is that we the country? We did eat real well. We had a mom that cooked well and... Uh, a dad that worked hard, and we had fresh milk, raw milk. We had he cut, kill a cow, and and the meat was never doctored. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That's, that's, no pes pesticides, no none uh, of that stuff. Fertilizers, no coke, uh, no Dr Pepper, no coke, no Dr no, Pepper. That, that's a lonely life. But root beer, root made, beer, oh, homemade uh, root made beer. With honey, oh. and maple syrup, oh. and put under the bed with a little bit of yeast for three oh my weeks. Oh God! For three weeks. Uh huh. And then we had uh, sugar-free ice cream, homemade. Oh my gosh! We'd have root beer floats for okay. special occasions. Well, this interview is not on food, but boy, this is not a this, <laughs> this is not this is not a bad sideline. I mean, some of the things you have. Those are I, things I remember. <laughs> I'm a root, I'm a root beer fanatic, and anything that has anything that has root beer involved with it or hot hamburgers is is down my alley, and those are the two things that Jelaine absolutely despises. Says is going to die ten years earlier than I should, but um, I'm so happy to have her with us. Now you are in kind of the health. No, is it healthcare? How can I explain the field that you? I have my to? doctorate in nutrition. Okay, a do your doctorate in nutrition. And where did you get your doctorate? Where? Well, I actually <clears throat> had a combination, but I got some structured um, training in California when I lived there at Diablo College. And 
while I was in the middle of getting my degree, uh, I met with Dr. Donsbaugh, who had uh, people flown in from all over the world and such a program that I switched and I graduated from Dr. Donsbaugh University and with your PhD? 85. 85, wow. 87. 87. Sorry. Okay, so nutrition. What is, what is nutrition? What, you graduate in nutrition, what does that mean? Well, it, they cover an awful lot. You've got to understand the body. You've got to understand the take on... Uh, it, it's a very natural way, not so much medication, but more... Uh, God gave you a body that was perfect. It can heal itself if it's given the right ingredients. Oh, wow. So, you know, all the time, when I first met Julian, I, I told her my diet, and she, after I picked her up off the floor, she says, you know, you're killing yourself. And I thought, well, it's, it tastes pretty good to me. I mean, hamburgers, pizzas, <laughs> and root beer. And uh, Dr. Pepper, really, really good stuff. But she says, you know, a lot of us today are killing ourselves but what we eat. Is that true? Let's turn it this way. <clears throat> um, we slowly are wearing out our bodies much faster, but we're slowly going downhill when with exercise and proper diet, lots of rest or enough for us to regenerate. And positive thinking will keep us going until 90, 90 whatever. 95, 100. There you go. My kids uh, say I'm going for 120, so. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll take even 110 would be good. Um, so let's talk, about, let's talk about these things. Okay, let's start with sleep. Talk mm -hmm. about sleep. Mm -hmm. How much sleep is good sleep? Well, it's important not to eat food after 8, 9 o'clock, other than maybe something that digests fast, herb teas, um, maybe a little bit of yogurt. But give your body a chance to digest the food and then cleanse. Hmm. And if you don't cleanse the brain and cleanse the body while you're sleeping then you wake up in the morning unhappy and uncleansed hmm. and tired. So, okay, so how many, how many uh, hours would be good to sleep? What's the normal sleep time? They recommend around 80, but it depends a lot on how much exercise you get and what kind of food you're eating, if you're dieting. And when I say dieting, if you're cutting down on the food to either try to detox or lose cellulite or purify your blood, then you usually don't need that much sleep. Okay, but you said eight hours, right? Suggested Roughly? is Suggested eight, eight hours for most people. Okay, and, and I've heard between six and eight, six and nine sometimes. I think as you get older, I think they said that even you need more sleep when you get a little bit older. Well, because you're not exercising as much. And, oh. and people, athletes burn up their toxins real fast because they oxygenate their cells. Right. And get very healthy cells fast. And so they can get by with maybe five, six hours sleep. Hmm. Okay, so let's put it, let's put it this way. If, 
if I let's go let's drop into exercise just a little bit. If I'm a senior and and I have a tough time getting around and my bones and joints are kind of getting bad, how can I exercise? Uh, everybody can exercise even if it's just deep breathing. Uh, breathing in oxygen and blowing it out is very effective in burning toxic waste in the body. Hmm. And the more you uh, exercise, the longer you live and the longer you feel good. Hmm. But you can do, you, you don't want to do the spurt exercise because some people go out and they walk five miles and think it's wonderful and they have overtaxed their body toxic wise hmm. and created a problem so you can exercise too much yes and you can over exercise overload the kidney and liver that are trying to clean out it all the toxins that you've dumped so let's go back to to moderation and moderation and all things let's go back to movement then I think walking is certainly a good exercise. Stretching is even better. Stretching. And because most people have a problem with their knees first or their arthritic. And stretching is the best thing for that. If you walk and you've got bad knees, you actually contribute to the pain. Exacerbate that, yeah. So what are some good stretching exercises? Well, it's always a good idea. It depends on how old you are, how limber you are, but... Uh, when you go to bed at night, just do do leg lifts and stretch your arms and uh, uh, maybe do that in the morning when you wake up. Have, have deep knee bends or anything? Is that good? Yeah, what you do is you just straighten your legs up and then pull them in and up and then down. Hmm. And then up and in and up and down. And it just moves muscles. Well, it just keeps the circulation going. Circulation and lymph. Huh. Okay. Well, and then if you if you're in better shape, then jump out of bed and do it on your feet. <laughs> do a hundred push-ups. <laughs> and by all means, get yourself a little uh, trampoline or exercise <laughs> unit, and make sure you move every day. You got to move every day. Breathe. Yeah, yeah. And there's ways to get a good foot massage, and they can usually tell you whether your lungs are getting plugged up or whether you're getting good oxygen. From a foot massage? From a foot massage. It's called reflexology. Reflexology. Okay, I've done that. When that's, I was over, that's was part over of in our China. therapy. Yeah. I love foot massage. They that, know what they're doing. Ah, Those okay. people live a long time. They do? Yeah, they do. And they, the key is, do I feel good while I'm alive? Yeah. No, that's really the key. Because there's a lot of people out there just as soon say I'd be dead. They're just living a miserable life. Okay, well, I think, and let's go back to the two things. Sleep, we're six to eight hours of good sleep, okay, depending on kind of where you're at, what shape you're in. Um, exercise, uh, movement. Okay? Oh, yes. Movement. Deep breathing Deep is breathing, great. leg Get movement. Get the oxygen in. Arm movement, st staying steps out, walking and whatever, and consistent movement, not necessarily in spurts and then quit. But, but you know, uh, long walks, they're not harmful at all. And so the, and getting back to food, eat breakfast. Not a big meal, but breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And why is that? 
Why? Why? Because the body needs to digest, and if you're piecing, uh, it never knows when to stop, when to start. You're digesting all day instead of digesting, and then relaxing the body and get ready for lunch. Well, that isn't that what they call a breakfast because you're breaking your fast, break fast, breakfast. You're fasting through the night, and and in the morning you have. You have a light breakfast. Somebody else told well, me too. Tell nobody me. ever taught me that on my educational <laughs> trip. <laughs> well, guess what? To get my doctorate. Nobody ever taught me that. The breakfast meant you break your fast. So, but fasting during the night is wonderful for the body. Well, fasting as a whole is wonderful for the body. And then when you wake up in the morning, if you have a glass of purified water first thing, and slowly, don't gulp it down, it clears the brain. Really? And your whole day goes better. Really? Yeah. One, is it warm water, cold water, does it matter? No, you can add a little bit of lemon juice if you want. Okay, that's, good. that's a good thing. Okay, what kind of breakfast should you have? You said light. What are some good light breakfasts to have? Well, I don't know if you'd call this light, but uh, on the farm, we always had ground wheat or ground oats. And kind of made a mush. Mush. Right. And yeah. we had pure cream, not... Oatmeal. Yeah, oatmeal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pure cream and a little bit of dark sugar or maple syrup. Oh. And that feeds the brain. Maple syrup in four, a tablespoon will keep the brain working sharp for four hours. Wow. Rather than going to breakfast and getting a donut and getting hyper. How about a bowl of, good bowl of sugar crisp? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Not quite as bad as a donut. Or <laughs> Fruit Loops. I, there's nothing like a good bowl of Fruit Loops, is there? Yeah, in the you see, you're you're adding toxins with the milk because it's pre-digested. Right. And then you've got the sugar that's refined no, with chemicals. I, put me on I a, know. You put me on a guilt I know. Trip when again. I first heard all this, I said, "Oh, uh, I can't not, do that." We're, we're not going there. So anyway, breakfast is important. Lunch is important. And what do you do for lunch? Just a light lunch. Mostly vegetables. Mostly vegetables. Maybe a little fruit. Okay, and then dinner. What do you do for dinner? Oh, uh, lunch in Germany is the big meal. Right. That's what they call dinner. Okay. Yeah, and. At night, you're not supposed to eat too heavy, and not after six o'clock. Okay, so, so, so. Stay away from your breads with refined flour and refined sugar and yeast. Okay. So let's go back and review. Bread. A review, real quick here. In the morning, breakfast, breakfast, which... and an egg a day is excellent okay. because it has a complete protein. All your essential amino acids are in that in food. The egg. Only that food. Okay, so let's let's that say for mean you breakfast. Eat three. For breakfast, I have, you know, something light, maybe like an egg. Okay, and have an egg, and maybe it's a little bit of juice. Okay, and maybe some toast or something like that. Okay, that's a pretty good breakfast, mm -hmm. you think. Okay, and things that are similar to that. Lunch, I might want to low down a little bit. So, you know, something healthy there, maybe... Uh... Well, in Europe, they take two hours and close the bank and close the business and have a nice big meal. Yeah. And a siesta and go back to work. Oh, and then for me. I'm all for, I'm all for that. <laughs> I, I work for European companies for most of my life. And so that, 
That was always the best part of the day. Well, I hated it because the bank was closed and I had time to go (laughs) on my lunch break. (laughs) But they did serve beer there in vending machines. Oh, man. And they got away with it because they had their siesta. It it wasn't getting away with it. It was just that's what they did. (laughs) No, but it it wasn't toxic because they, they had a good lunch and then they had a siesta and then they went to work. And then they got to bed at night. No, nah, it was like... After they... They had a beer for had, breakfast, two beers for lunch, three beers for dinner, and four beers before they well, went to bed. not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe 80%. Okay. And that kind of beer was not like what we drink here. I don't drink beer, but... No, no, we don't drink beer. Maybe root beer. Yeah, okay. Once in a while. We, we seem to divert a lot on this interview, don't we, me and you? Oh, we kind of it go to, is go so diver- Divergent paths here. Okay, so let's go back. We're going to focus again back to where we started. Sleep, exercise, food, and the last one, I think, is, is a mental... Attitude. Thing. Attitude. Yeah, and if you get up in the morning and say, it's great to be alive, some people say, oh, I don't feel like that. The key is, at night, before you go to bed, you think of all the good things that happened that day Uh. instead of all the bad things, and then you say, it's great to be alive as you stretch and do your little exercise. And get your breakfast ready, too. And the subconscious mind picks up Everything that you gave it feeds it back the next day. Okay. And oh, so when you get up in the morning, it's great to be alive. You really feel that. Do you really feel like Yeah, because be you've fed that into it. Huh. And that's why you are what you think and you are what you eat. As a man thinketh, so is he. That's right. I advise everybody to read that book. Yeah, well, that's a good book. You know, that's... Uh, and I've kind of always tried to go on that, but you're right. You're right. Uh, I I recall reading a book, um, and I'm not. It was Hans Turkel, I think, that wrote it. A man's meaning, man with meaning, whether he got thrown in a prisoner war camp, and and everybody was getting beaten up and slaughtered and killed and whatever. And he said one thing. He says they can take away everything from me, and try to do whatever, but they can't take my mind away from me I can think freely whatever I want to think yeah regardless of the circumstance around me exactly regardless of what goes on regardless of the day it's been they can't take what's in my mind the nocturnal education boy Ben Sweetlin says um, your mind will will absorb whatever you feed it and if you look at somebody who says, I hate you, and you feel sorry for them because they hate you, and you say to them, I'm sorry you feel that way because I'm really a good person, and I sure love you. Yeah. And it knocks out every bit of their negative power, and they don't know what to do with it. It drives them crazy. It does. You know, I, and... I've always gone on kind of this little motto in my mind, and maybe it's crazy, but I've always gone back and says... Write down your attributes. Write down all the things you like about yourself, because if you don't like yourself, you can't... Like somebody else. ...give to others. And you need to surround yourself with 50% of the people who uplift you 
then you have the ability to uplift other people. Other people. But when you surround yourself with people who are always negative, you cannot love yourself the way you should, and that way you can't love other people. Mm, boy, that's good philosophy. That's a big one. That's a real and big I one. And I learned that from Dr. Donsvall University. Well, and, it's, such, it's such a big one. I mean, and, and again, I... I've been one to, to know the power of, of good mental health, and that certainly is, is good mental health. You know, I, I always kind of long, live by the slogan, and this might sound kind of odd to you, but people... You always say, this too shall pass. Oh, yeah. If it's negative. And then if you say to yourself, from the top of my head to the tip of my toes, I'm in a state of complete relaxation. It will take a 3,000 EPS energy per second down to 17 hmm. just by talking to yourself, either in the mirror or to yourself, and bringing yourself down to EPS 17. Wow. And they've uh, taken hyper children in 15 minutes with music and pulled the EPS down to 17. And that's what lymphatic therapy does. Wow. Now you see why I'm excited about No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I, I, she, I have to tell you, I coached Julene a little bit before this interview because she gets, being a doctor, they get very, kind of gets very technical in terms of things I should take and things that are wrong and this and that. I go, Julene, you got to speak on my level, which is really, really basic, which she has done a marvelous job. But in the grand scheme of things, if you look at what she's talking about, what she's doing, there's chemical things going on in our mind and our body all the time. And what we do, what we think, how we act, how we exercise, how we sleep, how we do all these things has an effect on that mind and body chemistry. Because really, when you think about it, that's really what we are. Is we're, we're chemicals. Chemicals are moving around in our body all the time. And if we can help to control them or direct them, redirect them, or focus on them in a way that we can make them work better for us, life's going to be that much easier. Exactly. And to look at Jelaine, her chemicals are in pretty good direction right now, uh, in, a, in a great direction. You know, one, one thing and I'm gonna, I, I want to mention in this is that a, a slogan that I've kind of lived by, and, and, and again, don't take it as a negative, but is, is most people don't care. Okay, now when I say that, that, that if, you, if you tell a person some of the things you've done or some wonderful things you've done or you should do this or you should do that, most people will nod their head yes, but deep down inside of them, they go, nah, you know, no big deal. I don't want it. And they don't care. My slogan has always been help people care, then help people care. And, and what Jelaine does, which is really well, is she's able to, to say, well, I don't really care about my health, Jane. I'm just going to live the way that I'm going to live, okay? And, and if I die early, I die early. But So what she says is, hey, let me just help you care a little bit more about yourself, okay? Let, let me give you some information. Let me give you a little background. Let me give you a little bit of knowledge and education I have so that you start to care, okay? And when you start to care about yourself, guess what you do? You start caring about other people, right? Exactly. You know, and that's what makes this world a little better place. In the sunset of my life, I want to feel good. Yeah. And if these principles are applied, then I'll feel good no matter how many years I live. 
And that's my purpose in helping others feel good. And if they feel good because they're eating a piece of chocolate or living on it, uh, that is not my choice. That's right. theirs. Right. But it definitely will shorten their life. And yeah. it definitely will make it harder for the body to feel good. Right. And I think, and, and I think there's some people that elect to eat a piece of chocolate. And I probably fall into that category. I like chocolate myself. <laughs> so, and, and so there are I have to say... <laughs> it's the hardest thing I ever did in my life was to decide how much chocolate I could have <laughs> in, in comparison with how much exercise I do and how happy I am. But I always say, this too shall pass and do better tomorrow. Well, I put it on. Here's what I do. I put it, I put it on what I call the justification meter, Okay. I have this justification meter that me, this last week, my justification meter went like really high. And I'll tell you, I was out doing snow because we got 18 inches of snow. So I was shoveling snow till, I mean, one complete day and night almost. <laughs> by, the, by the time I got in, you and many, yeah. my justification meter was sky high because what it meant was I burned off so many calories <laughs> and done so much exercise that I could eat two full boxes of chocolates, right. you know, and that would... Fully justified. So, so I think there, there comes true. there comes time in your life when when you when your justification meter goes high. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. It's funny. Yeah. And at Christmas and the birthday, uh, I I don't say I'm perfect. I say, Heavenly Father, <laughs> please help my body get through this. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm going to do, Jelaine, when you die? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put uh, a Hershey's chocolate bar in your hands. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Well, yeah. and, and you know what I would say? I would say that just shows how much you love me. Yeah. <laughs> so Because you know I like chocolate. I think we're kind of getting to the point where we need to wrap this up. I'm sorry, maybe we've kind of bored you a bit. I hope not. It's been kind of fun. It's been fun for me. I love these <laughs> interviews because they're always so much fun. I do have to throw one little sideline in here. And this is, is uh, she is 90 years old. And I'm looking across the room right now. And she has a massage table. And I asked her, Jelaine, why would you have a massage table in your room? She goes, because that's what I do. I am massaging people uh, on the table all the time. And you go, she goes, I go, why? And she goes, because I want to get rid of their toxins. You know, I want to help clear their head. Yeah, I'm going to stop you just for a sec. Go ahead. Massage therapy is completely different from lymphatic therapy. And what I do is move the lymphatics, which clean out the toxins. Oh, okay. And that's a whole different thing. It's... Uh, a massage therapy would wear me out. I would be happy to retire at 60. <laughs> <laughs> but lymphatic therapy, I see people that have all kinds of aches and pains. Yeah. And I see them turn their bodies around and get the desire to sleep more and eat better and think better. And that in itself is huge. helps me feel it's great to be alive. Well, and, and logically... If you think about it from from the standpoint that you just put out, is that if you can eliminate some of the poisons in your body and toxins, which are there, we none of them def de defy or 
deny that. That that certainly that's got to help your body, you know, recover from injury or not exactly. get so arthritic or not to, you know, sleep better, whatever. Exactly. And so she can I tell you she gives a heck of a massage. So I'm gonna throw in a plug for her, Jillian. We'll leave her number on the back if you need some somebody to no, no, I will go there. Um Okay, well this has been a lot of fun. Uh she Jelaine lives uh in a in a care center here, which is an upbeat, very nice place. And just a, a couple of miles away from me. But when I first met her, she was just she's such a joy to be around. She's always so positive and always so upbeat. And when I found out she was 90 years old, I about fell off the back of my chair. You know, I, I couldn't believe it. And she gave me my first massage, mas- what therapy. kind of? Therapy. I want to be careful on that. And honestly, when I was through with that, she was right. I, I felt much, much better. It was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. So does this stuff work? Yeah, it does. Is it holistic to a certain degree? Is it is it life rules that we should probably live by? Yeah, it is. I think I think the health rules that we should follow are the sleep rules and and the eating rules and the exercise rules and the mind rules, the behavior rules. If we can all live by those, uh, there's definitely there's definitely positive or negative consequences on each one. So I hope you've enjoyed listening. <laughs> this has been fun for me. I. I love these podcasts and uh, look forward to more of them. If you have any questions or on a comment, you can just write me to seniors, S-E-N-I-O-R-Z-Z-Z. No, excuse me, Al, A-L, at seniors, S-E-N-I-O-R-Z-Z-Z.com. Okay, and you can just send in your question and we'll try to answer that question the best we can. Great. So thank you, Jelaine. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Al. 